Welcome to Jeff's Letters. This is an audio narration of Jeff Bezos's annual letter to shareholders. My name is Preet Anand, and I am your narrator. There's so much wisdom in these letters that they need to be as accessible as possible, and that's why I'm putting them on audio. This is a non-commercial effort, with public education being my goal. Now, on to the letter. In this turbulent global economy, our fundamental approach remains the same. Stay heads down, focused on the long term, and obsessed over customers. Long-term thinking levers our existing abilities and lets us do new things we couldn't otherwise contemplate. It supports the failure and iteration required for invention, and it frees us to pioneer in unexplored spaces. Seek instant gratification, or the elusive promise of it, and chances are you'll find a crowd there ahead of you. If we can identify a customer need, and if we can further develop conviction that the need is meaningful and durable, our approach permits us to work patiently for multiple years to deliver a solution. Working backwards from customer needs can be contrasted with the skills forward approach, where existing skills and competencies are used to drive business opportunities. The skills forward approach says, we're really good at X. What else can we do with X? That's a useful and rewarding business approach. However, if used exclusively, the company employing it will never be driven to develop fresh skills. Eventually, the existing skills will become outmoded. Working backward from customer needs often demands that we acquire new competencies and exercise new muscles. Never mind how uncomfortable and awkward feeling those first steps might be. Kindle is a good example of our fundamental approach. More than four years ago, we began with a long-term vision. Every book, ever printed, in any language, all available in less than 60 seconds. The customer experience we envisioned didn't allow for any hard lines of demarcation between Kindle the device and Kindle the service. The two had to blend together seamlessly. Amazon had never designed or built a hardware device, but rather than change the vision to accommodate our then-existing skills, we hired a number of talented and missionary hardware engineers and got started learning a new institutional skill, one that we needed to better serve our readers in the future. We're grateful and excited that Kindle sales have exceeded our most optimistic expectations. On February 23rd, we began shipping Kindle 2. If you haven't seen it, Kindle 2 is everything customers loved about the original Kindle, only thinner, faster, with a crisper display and longer battery life, and capable of holding 1,500 books. You can choose from more than 250,000 of the most popular books, magazines, and newspapers. Wireless delivery is free, and you'll have your book in less than 60 seconds. We've received thousands of feedback emails from customers about Kindle, and remarkably, 26% of them contain the word love. Customer Experience Pillars In our retail business, we have strong conviction that customers value low prices, vast selection, and fast, convenient delivery, and that these needs will remain stable over time. It is difficult for us to imagine that 10 years from now, 
customers will want higher prices, less selection, or slower delivery. Our belief in the durability of these pillars is what gives us the confidence required to invest in strengthening them. We know that the energy we put in now will continue to pay dividends well into the future. Our pricing objective is to earn customer trust, not to optimize short-term profit dollars. We take it as an article of faith that pricing in this manner is the best way to grow our aggregate profit dollars over the long term. We may make less per item, but by consistently earning trust, we will sell many more items. Therefore, we offer low prices across our entire product range. For the same reason, we continue to invest in our free shipping programs, including Amazon Prime. Customers are well-informed and smart, and they evaluate the total cost, including delivery charges, when making their purchasing decisions. In the last 12 months, customers worldwide have saved more than $800 million by taking advantage of our free shipping offers. We're relentlessly focused on adding selection, both by increasing selection inside existing categories and by adding new categories. We've added 28 new categories since 2007. One business that is rapidly growing and continues to surprise me is our shoe store, Endless.com, which we launched in 2007. Fast, reliable delivery is important to customers. In 2005, we launched Amazon Prime. For $79 per year, Prime members get unlimited express two-day shipping for free and upgrades to one-day delivery for just $3.99. In 2007, we launched Fulfillment by Amazon, a new service for third-party sellers. With FBA, sellers warehouse their inventory in our global fulfillment network, and we pick, pack, and ship to the end customer on the seller's behalf. FBA items are eligible for Amazon Prime and Super Saver shipping, just as if the items were Amazon-owned inventory. As a result, FBA both improves the customer experience and drives seller sales. In the fourth quarter of 2008, we shipped more than 3 million units on behalf of sellers who use fulfillment by Amazon. A win-win for customers and sellers. Prudent spending. The customer experience path we've chosen requires us to have an efficient cost structure. The good news for share owners is that we see much opportunity for improvement in that regard. Everywhere we look, and we all look, we find what experienced Japanese manufacturers would call muda, or waste. I find this incredibly energizing. I see it as potential. Years and years of variable and fixed productivity gains and more efficient, higher velocity, more flexible capital expenditures. Our primary financial goal remains maximizing long-term free cash flow and doing so with high rates of return on invested capital. We're investing heartily in Amazon Web Services, in tools for third-party sellers, in digital media, in China, and in new product categories. And we make these investments with the belief that they can be of meaningful scale and clear our high bar for returns. Around the world, amazing, inventive, and hardworking Amazonians are putting customers first. I take great pride in being part of this team. We thank you, our owners, for your support, for your encouragement, 
and for joining us on our continuing adventure. Commentary. I love this letter because it's a letter where Jeff teaches us new techniques. He teaches us new techniques of how to invest our time and what is worth pursuing. He teaches us two. The first is working backwards, and the second is investing in what won't change. And I love them both because they're very helpful for cutting through the many different options one has for where to invest their time, their energy, or their money. And in working backwards, you first think about what is the future we're trying to create? What is that experience, that capability, that life? And then you think about what do I need to do? What do we need to do in order to make that happen? And you invest there. And in thinking about what won't change, what are those durable needs that will be consistent over time? Like Jeff says, a desire for faster delivery or low prices. Those are things that are needs now and will still be needs in the future. And you invest in those. You know, a common one like that right now of a something that's important now and will still be important in the future is just relationships. You should continue to invest in developing your relationships, but in especially furthering the good relationships you already have now, because those are ones that will serve you now and they will serve you well in the future as well. So that's what I really love about this letter is that it gives you two ways to actionably invest. And I think it has a lot of utility right now in this time of economic uncertainty, just like Jeff was talking about in 2008. So that way you can put your head down and say, where, where do I want to get to? What is that life I want to have? And what are the needs and joys I have right now that will continue to be true, that won't change here in the future? And that way you can cut through the near-term uncertainty and just focus on those things that will be valuable to you in the long term. Thank you for being a listener. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to seeing you at the next one.